Hola, esto es Spanglish, un podcast sobre bilingüismo, cultura y, sobre todo, aprendizaje de idiomas. Nuestra meta es enseñarte todo lo que necesitas saber para aprender idiomas y sobre las diferencias culturales. Escúchanos en varias plataformas como Spotify y Google Podcasts. Hi, everybody. This is Spanglish, a podcast about bilingualism, culture, and about all things related to the learning of languages. Our goal is to teach you all that you need to learn languages and the cultures that correspond to them. Please listen to us on various platforms, including Spotify and Google Podcast. Hello, guys. Welcome to Spanglish. Hola, camaradas. Estamos aquí en Spanglish. ¿Y cómo está ese día, Robert? Hoy día estoy completamente rendido. I'm so freaking tired. <laughs> ¿Por qué? ¿Qué has hecho? So, like, okay, what happened last week was I did something really dumb. Uh, okay. <laughs> ¿Qué hiciste? So, normally I ride my bike to mm -hmm. work, and I ride a little bit on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And instead of doing that, mm -hmm. I rode crazy far on Saturday. ¿A dónde te fuiste? So... Just to, um, it doesn't even matter where I went. It just okay. matters how far I went, right? <laughs> so I rode my bike 170 kilometers on Saturday. ¿Por qué? <laughs> I'm, I'm insane. And I, uh -huh. and I rode 150, uh, it was 1,500 meters of um, vertical gain. Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah. ¿Y todavía estás cansado ahora? Well, see, that, that's part okay, of it. Hecho después de eso. Right. So, then on Monday. Uh-huh. Um, on Monday, I had more mm -hmm. uh, riding, but I didn't go because it was um, uh -huh. raining. Oh, but right. But then I had a I had a case. Mm -hmm. I had a, a, something that happened. Uh-huh. Something that really was horrible. So, I don't want to blame this on racism. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to blame this on, you know, I, I want to just say that the guy was a jerk. Uh-huh. But I have the worst luck with bus drivers these days. Serio? Okay, so like last Friday. Uh-huh. Um, and yes, I know I should wear a mask, right? Uh-huh. But I got on the bus and the guy was like, no mask, no, no bus. Serio? Yeah. So he kicked me off. But again, I think these guys, there's a lot of these bus drivers, they hate me because I'm a bicyclist. They know me. Uh huh. I don't know if this is the thing. Like, I just don't know for a fact. Like, I can't figure out why they're being so mean to me. Uh huh. Anyway, so this bus driver kicks me off. And I lose an hour because the next uh -huh. bus is in an hour. I had to go back and find my mask. Uh huh. Anyway, long story short, it was, uh, it took me about an hour to, to get where I needed to go. Uh huh. Luckily, I'm always like hours early. Like, Two uh -huh. or three hours early, so I can just take it Better. easy. But yeah, so that happened, and then that was last Friday. Mm -hmm. um, uh, reasons, and then the next uh, time on this this Monday, uh -huh. I normally don't take the bus. But, Exacto. But the but the um, the other teachers I was with, they were like, "Oh, let's just take the bus." I was like, "No, I'll just walk." Uh huh. So you're getting on the bus. Everybody's getting on the bus. And then the bus driver just starts yelling at me. Like, I got on the bus. I had a mask on and everything. The bus driver just yells at me. He says, uh, gotta get off the bus. And I was Serio? like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I couldn't understand him. He's like, my Japanese is okay. But if somebody just like, kind of like barks out a bunch of orders, uh -huh. I, it just that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. So he's, he says something, 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 get off the bus. So I'm like, Oh, there's two seats right here. What are you talking about? And he's like, da, 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 get off the bus. Uh-huh. So I'm like, whatever, I'm out of here. Uh-huh. You know, I don't need this crap. Uh-huh. But then I did something stupid. Instead of just walking nicely uh -huh. down down the hill, uh -huh. I ran down the hill because I was like, I'm going to make that train. Uh-huh. And you're not because your bus is slow. You know? <laughs> and okay. so I ran down the hill. To, to the bus or to the train station and I actually beat the bus to the train station. Okay. And I got on the train and everybody who was on the bus was late. 
uh-huh. he didn't get on the train. Oh. Yeah. But I'm not bragging about that. I'm just like, you got to understand that as a cyclist, uh-huh. we have muscles in our legs for uh-huh. cycling. Uh-huh. And we have heart and lungs for cycling. Exacto. But there are muscles that you never use when you're cycling. Exacto. Como ya te pasó antes. Right. <laughs> and these muscles uh-huh. from that run on Monday uh-huh. are just wiped out. Oh. Like, so my my legs are in some serious pain. And my back is uh-huh. in some serious pain. And all these things are in serious pain. Because I flew down the hill. ¿Has pensado ir al I, you know what? That wouldn't be. I wanted to go get a massage today, but I didn't have time. Uh huh. I, I had time. I just, yeah, you know, I was just like, I couldn't be bothered. Oh, come on. Yeah. Massage is massage son una de las mejores cosas que. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I just, you know, reasons. Um, I mean, that's like, I, I guess I'm just like such. I am a tightwad when it comes to spending money, but I'm also on a budget right now. Uh, like, like everybody is in the whole freaking world because, uh-huh. you know, the world decided to close the economy and freak out about uh, a virus that is killing a lot of people. Poor people in Peru. Our, our country got crushed, man. Yeah, it's one of those places. No, it's, como... it's the worst. It's the worst mm, sí. like, in the world. It's one of the places with the population. Exacto. Y Europa está yendo en el al segundo lockdown a partir de mañana. Where is? En Europa. Europe, yeah. Well. Sí. Again, second wave in Japan we're just like all. Pero what? ya tuvimos la segunda ola, creo. Antes oh, de so, agosto. I see. So we're on the third wave now. Ah, uh, se supone que. Right. <laughs> Who knows? Quién sabe, pero eh, viajé este final de semana y no había mucha gente. You were, you were traveling around, huh? Claro, estaba alejándome de los de la fiesta de Halloween. Ah, are you not a big <laughs> Halloween aficionado? Oh, or? soy, pero como existe el corona es mejor alejarse. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Well, I didn't do anything for Halloween outside of the house either. I was just at home, just uh-huh. uh, drank some... Um, some drinks that we made with the with the kids. Sí, um, lo vi en Facebook. ¿Cómo yeah. era? Oh, well, you know, it was really fun. It's just uh, Cuba. He was, um, you know, we were just talking about Halloween, and I said, "Would you like to have make some cool drinks?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, let's do that." So I took him to the convenience store. We picked up some some drinks and uh-huh. mixed some stuff together, make it look like blood. Oh, and then, ¿y estaba rico? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. We had uh, it's like some watermelon um, flavored gelatin. Uh-huh. Uh, we, used to, we were calling that the brains. <laughs> and then um, yeah, we had the uh, um, dark, like, uh, wild berry um, mm-hmm. smoothie. Uh-huh. And we poured that on top, and it kind of looked like bloody brains. Whoa, this is muy genioso. Yeah, it was fun. But he had fun, and then like he he liked it so much. Then he had told his sisters, and they came over and had some uh-huh. as well. So it was good. Fue un momento familiar, qué bueno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. My my older daughters, they're they're getting so old now. They don't they don't want to play around and do things. <laughs> yeah, they they took some pictures, got it up on Facebook. It was fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, qué bueno. So yeah, but also like I'm more interested right now about what you did. What did you end up oh, doing? Oh, me fui a Jacuba. Okay, donde, right. Hakuba, that's like the... go to travel. Really? Sí. Y me llevé una buena sorpresa porque estaba... En, en mi cabeza pensé que iba a pagar un precio y pagué muchísimo más barato y me dieron cupones wow. para usar. Wow. Entonces, so, si quieres viajar en Japón, esta es tu oportunidad, pero solamente para los que viven aquí. Yeah, everybody who's already here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the tourist industry from abroad is, is dead. The good thing is Japan has an internal tourist tourism, mm-hmm. you know, mechanism for the Japanese people. Exacto. And uh, yeah, for us foreigners who live here, it's it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we'll see what happens in uh, in May um, because I have my event coming up in May. And then, ¿Qué evento? Uh, it's a it's a cycling event. Mm -hmm. with, um, if you follow me on Backcountry Japan um, mountain bike, mm -hmm. um, then you'll see that uh, you know we have events uh, leading up to that. Some training events this Sunday, this Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a couple guided tours on mountain bikes around the area. So, wow. Yeah, go check it out. Backcountry Japan. Um, claro. MTV. Yeah. ¿Qué es lo que necesitas para participar? Well, um, you kind of need a bike. <laughs> Esencialmente. Uh, but, but, you, but, you know, if you don't have a bike, we, we have a couple of bikes that you might be able to use. It depends on how big you are. <laughs> if, you're, if you're big enough to ride one of the bikes, then it would uh -huh. be okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you're too short to ride the bikes, then we don't have bikes for you. So. Well, claro, porque los medios ustedes son altos. Right, right. So Jafer's is huge. None of his bikes fit anybody. Um, my my bikes fit people who are about anyway from like 175 centimeters uh -huh. to 183 centimeters, something mm. like that. It will, it will, you would you would be able to fit on my bikes, but um, any bigger than that or any smaller than that, the bikes mm -hmm. are going to be uncomfortable. So, okay. Um, I did manage to get an old bike back from an old friend. Mm -hmm. um, they moved back to uh, uh, another country. Mm -hmm. They moved back Corona thing. I got their bike back, uh, and uh, but it's kind of broken right now. So. Oh, entonces necesitas trabajar en eso. There's a lot to do. <laughs> a lot to do. Bueno, y donde fui en la montaña, había personas eh, andando de bike, mm -hmm. también haciendo mountain bike. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Y tenían estos eh, caminos que, era, que venían desde la punta de, de la montaña hasta abajo, en forma de zigzag. Right, right. Y tenías que subir en la góndola. Mm -hmm. Y tenías que poner tu bicicleta en la góndola y subías hasta el top y después bajabas. Yeah, there's no way in the world I'm doing that. <laughs> ¿Por qué? Well, I'm not a downhill cyclist. Uh -huh. Like, I get the fun and the thrill uh -huh. of going downhill. But I really don't like ski slope riding on oh. my bike. Uh -huh. That is fun for those who like it. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm, I've just never, it's never been my... Uh -huh. Never been my groove. Pero sabía de algo diferente de lo que normalmente andamos con snowboard. No sé uh -huh. cómo es que. Well, I think actually. Era we, más pequeño, super pequeño. The the the, uh, the trails. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, they're way smaller for bikes. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's dangerous. It can be like that's. The thing. Exacto, porque hay bastante zigzags. Well, the, the, for me, it's the bikes. And again, those are probably the rental bikes they're doing that with. Ah, uh, hay de todo tipo. Puedes rentarle el bike o puedes llevar el tuyo. There's no way I would take a rental bike down those <laughs> things, and I wouldn't take my bike down those things uh -huh. because I don't want to break my bike. <laughs> if a rental bike breaks underneath you, then you break uh -huh. and you get the ground. So that's the that's kind of how it goes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Pero también uh, cuando hago snowboard también no me gusta eh, alquilarlo. You have your own snowboard. Uh huh. What do you What do you ride? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I ride a Scott Big John fat mm -hmm. bike, um, and I have, you know, you know all the. It's, 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 oh, I've got a, a Ren handlebar and. Tengo un hybrid Salomon y no no me acuerdo lo que era. Oh, cool! <laughs> it's a hybrid. How's it a hybrid? Hybrid. Oh, is that the name of it? Ah, uh -huh. uh, no, es eh, el modelo o el tipo. Mm. Que es más para iniciantes. I see. Que puedo hacer freestyle o puedo también hacer park. I see, I see. Mm -hmm. So it's got, it's got, it's kind of like a, uh, a double use kind of uh -huh. board for, for people who are starting out so mm -hmm. that they can kind of decide what kind of snowboard they want and claro. move towards with that. Afterwards. Mi goal is park. Ver, pero todavía estoy empezando y rezando porque mi rodilla se mejore. How is your knee, by the way? Uh, uh, creo que está mejorando. 
o debe ser porque estoy cerca de la estación y yo quiero hacer snowboard. You're using your mental ability to fix your knee. Tal vez. That's a shit Sería down. buenísimo. Um, so the point, I guess, is like, um, so you're, you've been snowboarding for the last, what, two, three years, four years? Uh, he ido unas pocas veces, unas tres, cuatro veces. Uh -huh. But y... you really like it. Sí. I see. No soy muy buena, pero de verdad, de verdad me gusta. Y es algo que, en lo que quiero, eh, quiero ser pro. Ah, you want to go pro? Uh-huh. Wow. Okay, so you really want, you really like this. Are you really watching a lot of videos on how to do it? And... Exacto. Y como que no, nunca me gustó ningún deporte. Uh -huh. O nunca lo practiqué tanto, pero este deporte de verdad me gustó. That's cool. I'm, I'm proud of you. Keep going for it because, you know, with, with cycling, what I decided a while back is I would rather do cycling and, and mountain bike specifically mm -hmm. than anything else. That's like, it's just a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you guys, the, you guys that, you know, I tell my friends mm -hmm. what I'm doing, you know, mm -hmm. you're like, whoa, that's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, some of it is. I mean, it's legitimately. Mm -hmm. I mean, the distance stuff is is kind mm -hmm. of insane. So like last week, I, I tell people, I was like, can you guess how many kilometers I rode? And they're like, 100. And I was like, a little more. <laughs> and like, yeah. 300. I'm like, a little more. They're like, mm -hmm. like 500. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> you know. Uh, es bastante. That's a lot. That's like, but there was, there's a people that ride. This summer, there was a lady my club and she was riding 700 kilometers a week wow and that was like I'm like that's over a she was she ended up doing like a 740 i was like that's mm -hmm. over a hundred kilometers a day exactly you know? i was so shocked that that was happening but i was like fucking like oh man i really want to get up into those numbers uh -huh. so you know i i started riding uh -huh. more and yeah i'm, I'm Hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling it. I don't know if that, that run was the thing that might have did mm -hmm. me in because I ran so hard down that mountain and it was just like it even it even got to me because like I don't run like mm -hmm. ever. Like a lot of cyclists are mm -hmm. like that. We just we never want to run or walk anywhere because mm -hmm. it's just faster to cycle. Exactly. It's way more comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, but um yeah. So that's it. Una de las cosas que me llevó a practicar snowboard es que no me gusta mucho las alturas, no mm -hmm. me gusta el frío, mm -hmm. y me parece que snowboard challenge. Mm -hmm. Todas las cosas que no me gustan mucho y como que me prepara para enfrentar esos miedos. I see. So because it's, it, it is exactly everything that you're afraid of and everything you don't like. Exacto. And it makes you attack them head on. Claro. So that's really cool. I'm glad that you take it with that, um, you know, that style of, of mm -hmm. thought. In my case, I don't really, um, yeah, cycling, it, it doesn't really do anything for me in those places. Uh -huh. It's like actually where I'm the most confident. Uh -huh. I'm more confident on my bike than I am on almost anything else. There's only one other area that I'm more confident uh -huh. in, and that's kind of like teaching toic. Teaching toic. <laughs> yeah. Because teaching to like I've been doing that for a long time and I, oh, I claro. do get pretty good results mm -hmm. out of my claro. students. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So um and I, I know how to help people to get better scores. So um that's generally uh what I what I like to do. If like if there's anything I like to teach, it's uh -huh. toic. And I mean it doesn't really have a, a market outside of Japan. <laughs> Yeah, they don't use it because it's actually kind of an easy test for, uh, you know, compared to like IELTS or uh -huh. something like that. Why do people have, why are they afraid of TOEIC? Uh -huh. Well, Japanese are afraid of it, but mostly because they have kind of poor scores. Uh -huh. It's not, it's actually the easy, like I said, it's an easier test than, claro. than the others. The IELTS, I'm afraid of IELTS. Uh, <laughs> yo también. <laughs> it's oh. super caro. <laughs> it's expensive and it's really hard to get a good score. Like most Japanese people, they, I, I would say, don't even apply for it until you've got a 990 on the TOEIC. ¿En serio? Why? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's wow. that hard. 
Y yes. cuáles eh, son los consejos que le darías a las personas que quieren pasar el IELTS? Well, first of all, if, if you're, I, I would again say, if you have a really high ability of English mm -hmm. and you feel comfortable writing, uh -huh. you feel comfortable speaking, uh -huh. and you feel completely comfortable in your listening uh -huh. and completely comfortable in your reading, then you can start to think about IELTS. Uh -huh. But before you have, you have to have complete comfort in your, mm -hmm. um, your, your reading and your listening, mm -hmm. and then... You, if you have a fairly good command of speaking mm -hmm. and writing, then go ahead and do it. But other than that, it's just a waste of money mm, because because you're really not going to get a high enough score mm -hmm. to make a, a difference. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's quite nice. Claro, pero hay unos países donde el el requerimiento mínimo para mm -hmm. hacer work and travel yep. es el IELTS. Mm -hmm. eh, y tienes que tener un punto, una puntuación más o menos de 6 mínimo. That's si right. 6 es no tan high. Like a 9 es super high. Sareo, ¿qué nivel dirías que es el 9? Es básicamente un native speaker. Oh. Yeah. ¿Alguna vez has eh, I've found dado? people, yeah. I, I've, never, I've never actually uh -huh. given classes in IELTS. Um, because, I, I mean, I've, I've given... I take it back. I've, I've, I have helped people with IELTS, but I haven't really been paid to do IELTS. Oh, okay. So I've, I've uh, helped out some friends with uh -huh. IELTS. But the uh, when I look at it, it, it makes me tired. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> ¿Por qué? So, Because it's, it's it's hard. It's it's hard even for native speakers. It's 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 mm -hmm. a, a tough test. ¿Cuál so. crees que es más difícil, IELTS o TOEFL? Um, yeah, I, I still think IELTS is probably the top. Mm -hmm. But for me, particularly, because I think it's written in British English. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. TOEFL is American. Um, yeah. Oh. Por eso varios pa algunos países piden más el IELTS, dependiendo de dónde vayas. Right, right. Some mm -hmm. of them are just all about IELTS. ¿Y yeah. cuál crees que es el más aceptado en Japón? I think in Japan, the, the IELTS, nobody takes it because it's too hard. And to TOEFL is more for going to college. Mm -hmm. So for businesses, they want a TOEIC score. Mm -hmm. And they also wouldn't mind having an... The, the Japanese Aiken, which is like oh, just for, claro. just internally in Japan. Mm -hmm. But Aiken, like if you take it in the way that it's supposed to be taken, it's called the step test. Mm -hmm. So step four is the bottom of the mm -hmm. uh, of the test. Or sorry, step five. I think the step five is just almost, it's no meaning. Mm -hmm. Step four, you can pass it pretty much if you've got some basic English mm -hmm. skills. Step three is kind of your intermediate. Mm -hmm. Step two Uh, there's a pre two, is what mm -hmm. they call it. So they get like a half a step up, mm -hmm. um, pre two, and then you've got uh, two, and that's like your upper intermediate. And then pre first is super high, uh -huh. um, uh, and then first, if you if you take first level of a uh, mm -hmm. first step, which is like you know the the last step mm -hmm. on there, that is an insanely high mm -hmm. ability of of, of Japanese or, or sorry mm -hmm. of English. Mm -hmm. It's like the N one in uh, sé que hay uno en España. Right. Pero no me sé, no sé cuál es el nombre. Yeah. I've taken some Spanish tests like um, online, mm -hmm. some placement tests and stuff. And yeah, I, I ended up um, getting full score on one of them. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but yeah, it was it was easy enough. Uh -huh. And then I, I reproduced it and taught it uh, for some of the kids I was teaching Spanish to. And mm -hmm. I made the, if they could pass that test, then they, they passed the, mm -hmm. the, the course. ¿Cuál crees que es la parte más difícil de aprender español? <laughs> Conjugation <laughs> and vocabulary. Some of the vocabulary on the high end of Spanish is really hard. Mm -hmm. But like because I'm an English speaker and educated to a point, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, some of it makes more sense. And, mm -hmm. and also, if you study Portuguese, then you get a, a few more extra words that are uh -huh, in there. Exactly. Now that I'm studying Italian, there's a few more words. Uh -huh. so I've studied French, so there's a few more words. So you can kind of get... The vocabulary part doesn't get, isn't too bad if you've studied mm -hmm. a lot of languages, mm -hmm. but 
the conjugation of the verbs is, mm -hmm. is a bit daunting. So if I was teaching Spanish, I would teach Spanish, but I wouldn't teach conjugation until the person can already talk. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. exactly. and, and usually Spanish teachers are the opposite. They teach conjugation before oh. somebody can talk. Claro, he visto bastantes libros que te enseña... It's like the first thing they push. Uh -huh. Yeah. Exacto, y es tipo sí. Creo que los libros de inglés están tipo paso a paso, pero los libros en español es toma, boom. Well, it is, and I mean, like this is the thing, it's like with English, it's taught to so many different languages. Uh -huh. And there's different ways where it would be beneficial to teach English mm -hmm. in one way to like Spanish speakers and another way to, let's say, German speakers, mm -hmm. another way to Japanese speakers, That's another way to Chinese speakers. So the way that the, where you would start with with English, and, and, you know, is there's a lot more information mm -hmm. about it. Uh -huh. And with Spanish, you're looking at most of the books are going to be um, Spanish to, or sorry, English to Spanish, mm -hmm. right? Where you're, uh, there probably do exist books from French to Spanish and mm -hmm. from German to Spanish, but there's so few and far uh -huh. between. So um, that's why I say, like, it's probably mm -hmm. um, not a lot of uh, mm -hmm. material. Exacto. Ese es un gran problema, que no hay mucho material en español. Yeah. And like, you can't really reverse, I've, I've tried it, I thought, I'll just reverse engineer um, English textbooks uh -huh. and make them for Spanish speakers, uh -huh. or I'll do one for English, or I'll do one for, mm. it just doesn't uh -huh. quite work out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Y, ¿cuál, has pasado el, el, el test de japonés? I have never taken the Japanese <laughs> test. And, and one of the reasons I don't take it is because I don't want the test to define my mm -hmm. ability. Oh, okay. So, like, when people ask me, do you speak Japanese? I say yes. And then, mm -hmm. like, oh, do you, and then they test me out. They, mm -hmm. they talk with me for a bit. And so I talk back to them. I have My accent is really good, actually. I don't, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't think so, but people... Mm -hmm. It fools a lot of people into thinking that I speak better Japanese than I really do. Oh, Pasa bastante. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's people who are like, wow, Rob's got the really good Japanese. Uh -huh. like, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Pero uh, es la clásica. Siempre que un japonés te dice, oh, hablas muy bien. No, 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 no. No, no, but uh, no. When Japanese, here, here's, the, here's the thing. When you, uh -huh. when you know you're speaking really well with Japanese uh -huh. people. It's a bit of culture. You know you're doing really well with Japanese people when they don't give you any compliments at all. Oh, if they compliment, If they compliment you. Uh-huh then they're trying to make you feel better about doing a bad job. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if they don't give you any compliments uh -huh. at all, uh -huh. oh, he's competent and he knows it. Oh, okay. So that's that's the thing. So I don't get a lot of compliments from Japanese people, uh -huh. but then they put a lot of trust in my Japanese, oh. which is a bad thing. <laughs> like I don't okay. think that they really should <laughs> because, I mean, I speak well enough. Mm-hmm but I don't write and I don't read. Mm -hmm. And I just tell them that straight. I said, like, I, I can kind of read and I can kind of write, but not really. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so if you need any of that, I'm, I can't do the job. But if all, if all I have to do is answer the phone, mm -hmm. take notes in English, and then pass those mm -hmm. English notes to somebody else, mm -hmm. I can do any job that's required mm -hmm. with Japanese. And, you know, generally speaking, that's okay. But again, like, I, I do get into trouble if somebody uses rude Japanese with uh -huh. me. I don't know what any of it means. Oh, Because okay. I'm not used to listening to rude Japanese. Uh -huh. So when somebody speaks in rude Japanese, like the bus driver did the other day, uh -huh. then I get lost and I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh -huh. and also, if somebody speaks in like, like really technical terms, uh -huh. I don't understand. Oh. Yeah. Me había encontrado con una persona así mm -hmm. y había aprendido el Háblame bonito. Ah. <laughs> yeah, well, see, the thing no is, like, again, um, I, I can ask them to speak nice and clearly in, in Japanese, but then they usually just slow down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. No, pero, ah, uh, era, no me acuerdo exactamente la palabra, pero era como que, háblame en, un, en una forma correcta, bonita, entendible. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I can think of a few phrases I, I would use to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, since this isn't a Japanese podcast. <laughs> um, y volviendo a los exámenes, ¿cuáles son los consejos que le darías a las personas que quieren tomar un examen? Eh, muy aparte de estudiar y esas cosas. Well, uh, let me think here. Una cosa que también hiciste, eh, me acuerdo que era el olor. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, me acuerdo de eso. Did, did you use that? Oh. Eh, no. Okay. <laughs> pero, pero justo se me vino a la cabeza el otro día que estaba usando, que estaba usando un perfume o sentí un perfume. Me acordé, oh, Robert me enseñó eso. Yeah, y me acordé right. de alguna cosa. That's right, that's right. Well, so our ability to um, remember is tied really closely to our sense of smell. And so that becomes one of the reasons that you would want to, mm-hmm. um, you know, have used the same kind of uh, fragrant, fragrant, mm-hmm. fra- fragrances. Uh, <laughs> Fragancia? Uh-huh. Yeah, you do want to use the same fragrances that you use um, when you study, mm-hmm. when you go and take the test. Uh-huh. And I, I really believe that that's something that is useful because we our nose is tied Mm -hmm. sorry our sense of smell is tied to Mm -hmm. our memories more so than most of the rest of our senses Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's one that's Mm -hmm. really important another thing that you can do is you can wear red red well it's just statistically they they say that people that wear red do better on tests in serio yeah Así de la nada. <laughs> I have no idea if this is, you oh, know, just okay. something, but yeah. Tendremos que buscar más en eso. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, just, I figure any little, any little advantage you can uh-huh. get is, is, is worth trying. Uh-huh. So, if somebody were to tell me that wearing red was, you know, going to make my uh-huh. uh, test taking ability better, uh-huh. I would wear red because even if it's just a placebo effect, uh-huh. right? You know what a placebo effect is? Uh-huh. Que... Es la pastilla de azúcar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you take a, a sugar pill and they say that this is going to cure cancer. Mm-hmm. Some people it actually cures them because their mm-hmm. mind starts thinking they got the right claro. pills. Well, the same is true if I say, like, wear red on your test and you'll do better. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think, okay, I'm going to do better with red, mm-hmm. you know, then you, you wear red and you do better. Oh. So, yeah. Qué bueno. It's kind of, it, I don't know if it's just a placebo effect or if they say that it, mm-hmm. it's, it's been mm-hmm. confirmed. With oh. a lot of statistics, mm-hmm. so. ¿Y qué nos podías recomendar para mejorar nuestro nivel de lectura? Right, so with reading, the best thing I can tell you to do with your um, your test is to practice doing timed examinations. Mm-hmm. So doing a timed reading or doing a timed examination. Mm-hmm. So where you're listening to, or you're, you're, you're putting a timer for five minutes to do 30 questions or so, mm-hmm. um, you know, or not 30 questions, sorry, it's like 10 questions, mm-hmm. giving yourself about 30 seconds per question, and then, you know, re- going through it as fast as you can. And mm-hmm. when the timer goes off, you know, that that sense of time management uh-huh. becomes uh, apparent in your mind. Oh, okay. So you can kind of understand where you're at with that. Mm-hmm. So you practice that, and it's, again, it's like the brain tends to um, work through problems Mm-hmm. using a kind of synapse that goes like all over the place, you know, mm-hmm. imagine your goal is over here in the, in the top. And then you've got to get to all these, your brain does all these synapses to mm-hmm. get to it the first time. But the mm-hmm. second time it skips some of the path, the, the, the mm-hmm. paths and gets a little closer. And at a certain point, it just goes straight through. It just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't need any other thoughts. Mm-hmm. You just do things like almost automatically. So the more you practice, take, take all the practice tests that mm-hmm. you can so that you understand the way that the questions are, mm-hmm. the way that they're normally formed, mm-hmm. and then uh, work from that point. Wow. So. Y para mejorar nuestro nivel de escucha. Well, number one thing, podcasts. <laughs> um, no, I, I would say that, yeah, again, it's... Muy it's, buen consejo. Yes, it's, uh, it's the other point that you're going to want to do for specific testing is to do the listening over and over and over. And most listening will have a transcript. 
Uh-huh. Right? So you can go check the transcript. Uh-huh. It will also have an explanation uh-huh. of it in generally in, in your native language or maybe just an English English uh-huh. expression, uh, uh, explanation. Uh-huh. That's super useful. So you, you can do that. So that's, that's one thing I wish they had any of this stuff for Spanish or for French. Or for, yeah, they just don't have the amount of uh, to, uh, of uh, material around mm-hmm. for these other languages. So. That can be a new startup. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> the thing is, like, I just don't think there's, like, I'm, I just don't think that there's, like, a big enough market for it. The reason Exacto. why is because English is the marketplace. It's mm-hmm. like, if this was... Um, a Spanish to Portuguese podcast, we'd probably about have half the listenership, or not even that, maybe even a uh-huh. fourth. You know, we just wouldn't have the same amount of, uh, mm-hmm. of listenership. So, um, which actually, we're gonna put that a little bit to the test. So, like in in the future here, uh-huh. I've invited Yudi Kinjo from uh, the um, uh, Kicking Ideas podcast. Oh, that sounds. Yeah, I've invited him to come and and be a part of this podcast, and we'll do like a, a crossover. Uh-huh. Or we'll have like the three languages oh, going on. So, this so is, that's it, weird, Yeah, it, it'll be great for the Brazilians because you speak Portuguese, I speak Portuguese. He doesn't speak that much Spanish, uh-huh. but Brazilians can kind of understand Spanish. Claro, I visto un video que había unas tres personas italiano, mm-hmm. inglés, español, creo que era, no me acuerdo. As Pero somebody, men, más o menos se entendía. As as somebody who studies Italian. Uh-huh. I'm going to say that the Italian was lost because <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost in Italian. Uh-huh. Like I try my best, but I am uh-huh. so lost. And I mean, I'm so frustrated with the, uh, um, with the prepositions. Uh-huh. They're just murdering me. Serio? They're just killing me. I'm having the hardest time understanding the prepositions in Italian. Wow. Because they're actually similar to the mm-hmm. Spanish and to the Portuguese, but they're ever so different. Ever, just, oh. like, just this tiny little difference. I guess... If you're talking about being able to understand the other person, uh-huh. you could probably understand mm-hmm. them. Exactly. But to speak correctly, or, or es to, it's really tough. Mm-hmm. That's the same with Portuguese and Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of Portuguese speakers, they understand the Spanish. Mm-hmm. They can kind of follow it, but they can't. No pueden hablar. They can't really speak it. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's that's part of it. So, yeah. So, we're going to have Yudi on and uh, at, at some point, And that will be really cool mm-hmm. for the Kicking Ideas. For any of you that are interested in learning uh, Brazilian Portuguese, I do another sh- podcast that's called Kicking Ideas. It's also, um, it's actually not on... Yudi is the one who's in charge of putting it up on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And he's very, very terrible at this. But... The Facebook lives go up, and you can get it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you can check check that out. Yeah, so it should be really good. Yeah, and um, I made a prediction yesterday, and I don't know if it's coming true or not today. Okay, qué predicción? Well, see, he he's always we we talk a lot about politics on that one, uh-huh. and so as you might be aware, okay, <laughs> right now there's an election going on today. Sí. Exactamente. <laughs> yeah, he won. But so like the, this this other time, I I've, I thought I would mix it up and say, okay, no, I predict he will win. And so uh-huh. maybe he'll lose now. I, but, you know, the, the, the idea was, no, but the, um, I hadn't been wrong ever uh-huh. until I predicted that he would lose. Oh. I have always been able to predict uh-huh. American elections. Like just like, okay. Take two, look at the candidates, mm-hmm. look at which one has the most momentum, uh-huh. and just say, yeah, this one's going to win. Claro, pero creo que la, la última vez fue algo difícil. Well, the media was, the, the, the corporate media mm-hmm. was just saying, uh-huh. you know, he's going to lose, he's going to lose, he's going to lose. Oh, por eso todo el mundo... And everybody thought, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, he's probably going to lose. This time it's a lot closer because actually I think all of the people who... Um, don't like like him. Actually, went out and voted. He saw a lot of people. Classy in all my feet. 
de TikTok, en mi feed de Instagram, Facebook, es todo el mundo. Bot, tienes que votar, tienes que votar, tienes que votar. ¿Cómo yeah, voy a well, votar? No sé, americano. Yeah, yeah, right. That's the other thing. <laughs> so, so crazy. He wanted everybody to vote. And, like, we're getting that in Japan. I was like, oh. Number one, I don't, like, here's one thing for me, and I mean, people might hate my guts for this, but that's up to them. Um, I don't vote because I don't live in America. I don't uh -huh. think it's right for me to vote for who's uh -huh. president of a country where I don't, uh -huh. I don't have any plans to live. Uh -huh. I just don't think that that's right. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Like, and for all the people in America that are outside of the United States and you're voting for the president and you don't have any plans of living there, uh -huh. I just think, man, rethink that because like, uh -huh. You know, that's, that's just a bit weird. Mm -hmm. You know, just just kind of think of it like you, you don't like the outside of um, the the supposed or the alleged mm -hmm. um, outside influence from Russians that don't live in America. Uh -huh. You're kind of doing the same thing, you know, like mm -hmm. if, if you're, you know, involved in it that way. So I try to just not be involved. Uh -huh. If anything, I'm, I'm, I'm libertarian. So uh, I don't think... Trump is the libertarian at all, uh -huh. and uh, <laughs> neither is Joe Biden. Uh -huh. So, my candidate, poor poor thing, uh, was uh, um, George, Joe Jorgensen, uh -huh. and yeah, I, I think she just got stomped. I don't think she even got oh. even one state or uh -huh. even one electoral vote. Uh -huh. But she might have gotten five percent of the of uh -huh. the total vote. We'll see how that goes. I'd like to know what she got in her final uh -huh. amount of the votes. If she got more than five percent. That'd be great. Um, I'd be really happy about that. But... Wow. Well, las elecciones en América son algo complicadas. Yeah, they're pretty complicated. We did do a whole thing about uh -huh. that, though, before, so people y should know. Viendo, eh, Tim Tom, uh, uno de los eh, presentadores eh, hizo medio como que un tutorial mm -hmm. en YouTube o mm -hmm. en Instagram, no me acuerdo, mm -hmm. eh, y estaba mostrando cómo votar. Y había un montón de papeles y tenías que hacerlo de una forma correcta, si no ya era anulado y todo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you make any mistakes in your vote, it's, it's, an, it's, it's void. Parece so, muy estilo japonés. Right. It's, it's horrible. I, I, again, I just, I just think it's like a, a silly thing anyway. It doesn't, you know, the president only has two powers. Uh -huh. Do you know what he can do? Two things. No. Be, well, he kind of has a few more, but uh -huh. so like. What he can actually do is, number one, a president can send America to war. Uh -huh. That's a pretty big one. Uh -huh. um, it's probably his number one power. Uh -huh. um, the next one that he can do is he can, um, he can, we, we, the word is veto. Uh -huh. I don't know how that translates to Spanish, but it's basically, he can Betar? say, yeah, he, can, he can say no uh -huh. to anything, any laws that get presented. Uh -huh. He, he can just say, oh, they, nope, I'm not signing it. And mm -hmm. he doesn't sign it into law. So mm -hmm. if they present a, a law to him, he, mm -hmm. he can just annul it. He just said, wow. no, it doesn't go through. Mm -hmm. The next thing he can do is he can have, like, um, uh, executive orders, which mm -hmm. are, like, president mandates. It's like, mm -hmm. I am the president. I declare this, you know. Uh -huh. And that's kind of what uh, Obama used to do a mm -hmm. lot of. And then pr Trump just, like, doubled the amount of those. Mm -hmm. Um, and before that, it was like they had very few of mm -hmm. these executive orders, and now they're doing them all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so that, like, there's not, it's not really legal. Uh -huh. It does, it's not really legally binding, but because the president asked them, everybody to do it, then mm -hmm. people are doing it. Wow. It's, it's weird. Mm -hmm. um, so, the, and then the last thing that they can, the, the president can really do is, is he's kind of like, um, the voice mm -hmm. of the way that the country kind of mm -hmm. goes. And he just, you know, kind of talks about that. Oh, wait, I, he has one other ability. He can uh, appoint judges. Oh. So he, mm -hmm. can, he, can, he can tell a, this person should be the next judge. Mm -hmm. And then it's up to um, the Congress to vote. Mm -hmm. And if the Congress votes in favor, mm -hmm then the person goes through. Mm -hmm. If the Congress votes against, then the person doesn't go through. Mm -hmm. There's okay. like, yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Interesante. Yeah. yeah. It's the, that, those are the basically the powers of the president. And like, he, they, the president's also, this is not really in their powers within the Constitution, mm -hmm. but they've been doing it for a while now, is they start new organizations. 
Like, Como? well, so like, for example, there was like, I think one of the first organizations started by the president was the Secret Service, which is oh, set, okay. set up to protect the president. Mm -hmm. um, then they also set up the FBI. That's the president's mm -hmm. uh, uh, as well. Um, they set up the Homeland Security. Wow. Yeah, as well. That was after 9 11 uh -huh. in uh, the attacks in New York City mm -hmm. back in 2001. And, and so they also set up that as well. Uh, the, the, um, not the attacks, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the uh, Homeland Security. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, it's um, Department of Homeland Security, yeah, DHS. It was Sunday. <laughs> yeah, well, there's more like wow. the Internal Revenue Service. I think that's the president's. Uh -huh. they, they make they they put that together. Mm -hmm. So, like over time, we've accumulated a whole bunch of uh -huh. new, um, you know, organizations mm -hmm. that the president kind of authorized mm -hmm. to exist, and then he can authorize them to exist, but or or she in the in the case where where mm -hmm. maybe um, can in theory authorize them to exist, and then. It's up to Congress to fund them. Mm -hmm. So they get their money from Congress and Congress can uh, divide up the budget and give it to them. Mm -hmm. But uh, the president could easily just uh, like something that would be crazy, but he mm -hmm. could do it. I think uh, uh, would be like eliminate the FBI. Mm -hmm. He could just like, nope, mm -hmm. we're, we're closing that down. Mm -hmm. um, Department of Homeland Security. Yep. That's closing as well. Wow. So he, he has a little, little bit of power to do those mm -hmm. things, but, Generally speaking, like as far as like laws and, and mm -hmm. the day to day life of people and whether or not you actually get a tax mm -hmm. cut, I mean, he can ask Congress to make bills and then he'll say he'll sign them. Mm -hmm. But if the Congress is really doing their job, mm -hmm. then they're going to be thinking about what laws are best mm -hmm. for the people. Wow. Y con estas elecciones, ¿qué crees que pase con las personas si gana Trump? Porque se están preparando para un riot. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what, what's going to happen. I know that it, it is pretty, uh, America right now feels like it's pretty divided. ¿Es la primera vez que han puesto barricadas en frente de la Casa Blanca? I don't know. I'm not a historian <laughs> like that. But I, I, I don't remember anything like that in the past. Yo también no acuerdo nada but, de eso. But again, you know, not, not in my lifetime. They probably haven't. Mm, okay. Um, they might have before that. I, mm -hmm. Again, I'm not a historian, so I don't really know. Probably around the time of Lincoln, there was some problems. You know, well, they, were, they actually actually had a civil war around that. Then they oh, might have had some kind of see. barriers mm -hmm. or something like that. But um, yeah, that's you know. Mm -hmm. Veremos lo que pasa. Yeah, we'll see what happens, and you know, hopefully, we're still able to podcast. <laughs> Next, next week, and hopefully the United States isn't uh, drawn into well, some kind of civil war by next week. Oh, espero que no. Espero que todo esté bien con Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep going, guys. Uh, sí. Right, yeah. um, Les mandamos mucha suerte desde aquí. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> um, en, 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 en inglés suena más sarcástico. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am being sarcastic. Yeah, good luck with that, guys. Um, <laughs> Say good night and good luck. <laughs> um, that is where you really feel like you're okay. trying to be heartfelt about it. Um, okay. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not though. I I, mm -hmm. I I used to say God bless America, please bless America. <laughs> that they'll get these things figured out. Uh -huh. But now I'm not even like that. I'm just like, yeah. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. they'll figure something out. I'm sure they'll be fine. Same. You know, because again, like I just don't think that. Um, I don't think that we should put any stock into political leaders. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, when has a political leader really done anything to help you ever? Cuando Abe nos dio los mil, dos mil, no, cien mil yenes. Right. La única vez. Right. When was that? En julio, julio. Oh, yeah, because, because they closed down big mm -hmm. swaths of the economy. Exacto. Right. So he didn't really help you. No. <laughs> well, I mean, he took away your, the government took away your livelihood. Probablemente. And then gave you money that it stole from, it's, it's, it's essentially created money out mm -hmm. of thin air and then gave it to you. Exacto. It, it's it's kind of like if I took away, if you worked for me, uh -huh. and then I 
stop working your job and then I paid you with some monopoly money that you could spend for some reason. Uh-huh. But now it's worth less uh-huh. because I gave it to everybody. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know that he did too much to help there. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you were happy to get the money at the time. That's so, important. Right. Okay, guys, so estamos terminando por hoy día. ¿Tienes algunas últimas palabras? My last words today are, um, I'm really tired, <laughs> and I'm sorry if I haven't been on my best A game, but I would say that you were doing really well today. With uh, I'm, I'm really excited for you to go back into snowboarding. Yes. And I hope that that goes well. Um, yeah, but what's that, what is that? Are you going to be leaving, going to Hakuba? When you, what's, what's, what's uh, no, probablemente me quede por aquí y vaya los finales de semana o tome unas vacaciones. I see. So that that makes sense to me. And, and good luck mm-hmm. there. Then, yes, sí. that's very good. Um, as for me, I next week, as I said, this this weekend, I have two mountain biking tours that I'm going to lead. If you're mm-hmm. interested in going to those, uh, you, you live nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hit me up on Facebook, uh, Backcountry Japan. Also, if you're interested in learning uh, more about languages and different things like that, you can uh, uh, contact uh, us directly, mm-hmm. and uh, we can hook you up with some uh, classes and, and, and such. Also, on top of that, if you have a business that you're trying to get off the ground and you mm-hmm. don't know where to get started, can talk to Tommy and I, and we can hook you up with our really good friends at Stella Innovation, who uh, are currently going to probably be helping us with this podcast, get it started and get it um, sí. get it off the ground. So um, those are all great uh, things. You want to just go ahead and go over those in Spanish really quick? Uh, si tienen algún negocio o quieren comenzar alguno, tenemos uno de nuestros grandes sponsors. Eh, que nos está ayudando a sacar nuestro podcast al aire. Y si tienen alguna idea o quieren hacer un negocio en Japón, eh, contáctenos porque les vamos a, los vamos a dejar en muy buenas manos. Yeah, and basically, if, if you're a Spanish speaker, don't worry because they will bring in Hitomi to do the translation for you uh-huh. or myself, and we will be able to help you to run through all of that. So you'll be supporting us by... Uh, getting your business started up with Stell mm-hmm. Innovations. Mm-hmm. Exacto. Ok, no se olviden de eso y nos pueden contactar en cualquiera en Facebook o en Instagram. That's right. Si quieren clases, si quieren comenzar sus negocios, estamos aquí para ayudarlos. That's right. Ok. Bye bye. See you. Hasta luego. <laughs>